0: combine evaluation time reaction show post combine where are we ranking all these players now that we've seen them out there doing their thing penix jr looked phenomenal I'm, I'm gonna shock you with where i, I put penix jr while well, you see right in front, in front of your face but like you're gonna be shocked at how i talk about him that's right you're seeing him now tied as the number one quarterback in this draft class. And everyone's going to say it's May still, it's Caleb. This is how I view it. I don't know that the other teams are going to view it this way. I'm not pretending that everybody's going to come full circle and realize how good Penix Jr. is. Penix Jr. looked phenomenal. Jaden Daniels, Penix Jr., Bo Nix. This didn't change. If you remember, if you go back and watch my original quarterback ranking video, it was JD5, Penix Jr., Bo Nix, uh, I believe Caleb Williams, May, and then JJM in that order. That's my exact order right now. Well, these guys are, these three guys are tied, but that's my exact order. We go over to the running backs. Actually, let's do the intro and then get to the running backs, get to the wide receivers, talk about the quarterbacks. Talk about the sum total of everything we saw during this combine uh, extravaganza, the Fantasy Football Show. Graveyard edition, rookie ranking edition, pre, uh, uh, post combine edition, pre uh, uh, pro day edition begins right now. Live from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks.
1: From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk. Here is your breaking news.
0: We've got we've got so much to break down. Um the combine was phenomenal. Obviously still still some combine left, but we're, we're, we're literally uh, we're literally gonna just talk about how these guys have moved around so much um, we're going to talk about how Pennix jr has climbed up my board and he's already as high as you can almost be um, but he looks so phenomenal right uh, let, let's go to the let's after let's go to the quarterbacks second let's go to the, the running backs right now and discuss the movement we may have seen. In the running back rankings coming out of this combine. Now combine should not dictate where you rank a guy. You shouldn't be looking at Xavier. And and his 40 time. And saying I'm putting him as wide receiver 3. When is the last time a a wide receiver that was record breaking in the 40 yard dash translate? John Ross. uh, It just doesn't translate. It never does. I'm not saying this guy doesn't have a shot. He probably has the best shot. I think of any of the the recent record breaking wide receiver forty time uh, time holders of becoming something decent at the NFL level, but his frame, a lot of people don't know that it's going to fully translate. I don't know that it will. Sometimes those speedy guys, they don't have the enough uh, meat on the bone. They don't know. Uh, he's got a decent decent uh, resume as well, though. So there's some hope that. Xavier is going to be something kind of phenomenal, but I got the the footage on my in Instagram. If anybody want to wa- wants to watch him break that 40, uh, 40 yard dash record, it's it's absolute forty. It, it, look, he, he, here, here here we go. Hold on, let me let me put it up. Let me see if I actually. You know what, I, I, Xavier Worthy, go watch it on my Instagram. Okay, if you want to see that. Wide receivers we'll get to in a minute. Running backs moved around a lot. Braylon Allen. I don't want to say Braylon Allen fell in my my eyes, but he may have not climbed as much as I had hoped he would coming out of the combine, but he still has more workouts and pro days to climb up, right? So it's not like he can't gain traction again. The thing is, he's 245 pounds, 6'2". Two. Um, he might have weighed in differently. This is the old weight. Um, this is a monster. This is the Derrick Henry of this entire running back class. You can't really... You can't really change that in a combine. You can't change that in a workout. And I think everybody knows this. Everybody knows he's the beast of the group. And he's got an amazing track record to show for it. He's got absolute uh, uh, size and, and, and ability to grind it out between the tackles. For some of these teams that very, very badly need an RB, they wouldn't take one necessarily in round one. This draft class isn't that good uh, compared to you know the Bijan John Gibbs uh, values that we saw go inside the, the top fifteen last year. Uh, Bijan number eight overall. I, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I, I don't think we're gonna see maybe even one running back going round one unless it's the very tail end. I think Dallas would be smart to like move their second rounder up to like thirty one to thirty six to grab a Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen would thrive in Dallas. He would thrive in Baltimore. It depends on where these guys fall. If if they fall well into the second round. All of a sudden, we've got Braylon Allen going to one of the most potent offenses he could go to. If he falls deep into the second round, he goes to the Dallas Cowboys, goes to the Baltimore Ravens, goes to a fantastic landing spot. I still very, 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 very much love Braylon Allen um, as my my number one. But Jay, look, uh, Jalen, Jaden, Jaylen, Jalen Wright is a late like, fixes uh, auto corrector. Jalen Wright, 5'11, 210. Again, that, that was his pre weight and height. Uh, 1,000 yards, only four touchdowns, but he did have, a, I believe, a 10 touchdown season the year prior. This guy looked phenomenal. Like, out of all the, the, the players that tested in this, this combine from a running back perspective, this guy looked the part. He stood out amongst all of them. He was athletic. Uh, he was moving all over the place. He looked strong. He looked poised. He looked ready. Um, he, he just absolutely was bleeding. I'm a, I'm a potential starting running back at the next next level. I, I really like Jalen Wright. Uh, I, I, really, I really think he could be something special. And, and while a lot of people, I think, will, will probably um, stray away from him because they don't know much about him. They 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 may not watch and pay attention much to the combine. You're not gonna see him climb a lot of rankings right now. But I think as the combine performances resonate, as a lot of uh, people start talking about the reorder and reshuffle, you'll start to see people take notice of Jalen Wright. But right now he's gonna linger in the like the 3-4-5 territory versus the 2-3 Corum, You know, he looked good, but he's a five a foot eight, two hundred and thirteen pound running back, stocky built, you know, very decent size given his his build, but he's a 5'8 running back that I, I don't know has the the stat the stature to really hold up at the next level unless he falls in the most ideal situation, most ideal being the Los Angeles Chargers. If, if for some reason Harbaugh gets this kid in the third round, or he trades up into the late second round, Blake Corms very much thought to be a, a, a second to probably third round guy, then he'd be in a good position. Situation is king. I think my takeaway here, I've got Jonathan Brooks here because if, if he didn't tear his ACL, he'd be number one. And so we're we're, we're kind of doing a mix of like dynasty, redraft, everything. in one, if we're talking redraft only, he probably falls below all these other guys. But from a, a kind of mixed bag or dynasty slash maybe a couple year perspective, if we want to try and average it and just speak to this rookie class in general, entering the NFL, how good they're going to become, not necessarily redraft rookies, this is where he kind of feels like he belongs. And if we're looking real long-term, I throw him above Blake Quorum, and maybe even Jalen uh, Wright. Look, Audric Estime is a fantastic runner. If if there is a sleeper in this group right here, they could vault up and become the number one running back in this entire class at least on this page of these guys right here it would probably be this guy Estime. he's fantastic he had 18 touchdowns in 2023 um just looks the part when you watch the footage 1341 looked good uh just just a real 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 good um i think increase in value this week i, I love audric Estime. I'm definitely on board this kid if he if he lands in the right spot. But you're about to hear me say something that's going to kind of tear down everything that I'm saying right now. But from running backs only, from the running back perspective only, the wide receivers, they're not much they're not very movable based on the news or what they maybe do in 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 their pro days. I mean we're talking we're talking about uh we're talking about this being a a a cemented in near cemented in You know, top three wide receiver class, right? You've got Adunze, Neighbors, and Marvin Harrison Jr. From 3-2-1 in most people's mind. They're cemented in. Maybe some people have Adunze over Neighbors and Neighbors over Adunze. You'll find out what I think in a second. But that's the the top 3 The running backs. They're not cemented in in even my mind. Nobody can know. Nobody can know. Nobody can know. Which one of these running backs is going to be the number one? Nobody. Landing spot will determine it. If Braylon Allen doesn't get a great spot, he's not going to be it. If Audrey Estimate doesn't get a good spot, he's not going to be the number one. If Blake Corm doesn't go to a, the, the perfect situation, even more so than the other guys, he's not going to do what everybody wants him to do. Jonathan Brooks has to stay healthy. Uh, uh, Jalen Wright's got to land in the perfect spot. Trey Benson's got to go to the the perfect location. These are all very, very strong running back options for teams that that need running backs, that have good offensive lines, and have a good desire to, to plug someone in and give them full workload, but until one of these guys gets one of those landing spots via the NFL draft on draft day, we can't decide this is the weirdest running back class I've seen in a long time. That's why I can't really with good strong confidence say it's Braylon Allen. You got the number four overall pick, and you're going, you know, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver in your draft, and then you got the number four pick, and you're like, Smitty, which running back do I take? I'm gonna tell you right now, Braylon Allen, but bro, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows, nobody will. Landing spot will determine everything. This is just a confusing. Not because we don't understand it running back class, but confusing because it is going to be driven off of a lot of mediocre talent that's almost good or good good talent, not elite, that's going to funnel into some elite situation. And one of these guys, good talent will be pulled into almost great to elite talent. That's the way it works. As I say a lot, Aaron Foster was not an elite running back. He was good, really good, like really good. And that was one of my biggest bull predictions ever uh, that I put on uh, NBC Sports Radio, or one of the the biggest ones I landed, really. Um, I'd been on the radio, for I think, for seven or eight years at that point on CBS and NBC, but that was my biggest land. Like, I smashed the hell out of that prediction. He was a sixth, seventh-round pick. I said he'd be a top one to five, not top five, top one to five. I love Darian Foster, but I recognized that I loved him. He was good near great. In an elite situation, he was going to be elite. These guys need to have an elite situation. There's just no arguing here. I don't even know that I'm going to dance around too much on the running backs. This is why I've been taking so long to come out with my running back video. I I, I just don't know how we can come away with anything but landing spot will determine it. And I, I hate to say that. I, I, if you're going to make me say, okay, you're going to do your draft before the NFL draft, that's dumb. But I, if you're going to do it, so be it. I'm going to say take Braylon Allen. I'm going to say take a swing at the biggest monster in this draft class, 6'2", 245. Even if he doesn't go as the number one running back. Even if he doesn't go as the number two running back. We've seen before where the day two running backs, if there are day one running backs, and this might just be day two running backs, but you get my drift. Maybe third round and fourth round over second round. We've seen where the day two running back landing spots better than the day one. We walk away from day one, first round's over. Everybody goes, oh my God. This guy didn't get drafted. What are we going to do? He didn't get drafted. And then the next day, day two, the second round delivers one of the best landing spots for one of the running backs that got overlooked. That's probably what is going to happen at some point for Braylon Allen. I think wherever he goes, even if he's the third or fourth running back taken, second running back taken, fifth running back taken, it could be a team that needs him bad. It could be the Dallas Cowboys that didn't get Barkley, didn't get Henry. They took a chance that they would go and find a rookie running back. Or maybe the Baltimore Ravens do that. Maybe the Buffalo Bills do that. Maybe the Cincinnati Bengals are rolling with nobody right now. Chase Brown, we'll we'll, we'll do it, right? We'll just roll with it and and hope we get somebody. And then all of a sudden, Braylon Allen finds himself in Cincinnati. That's going to deliver the number one Running back, plain and simple. That's going to deliver the number one running back, plain and simple. As for the wide receivers. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not done with the running backs. That's, that's one, two, three, four. Tied for fourth, tied for fourth. So four, five, six. So we're going to go on to running back seven. Bucky Irving. Running back eight, Frank Gore. And running back nine, Marshawn Lloyd. As of this moment right now. Frank Gore is the dark horse running back in this draft class. That if he goes to the right spot. I am going to jump all over that value. I'm going to draft him. I'm already drafting him on, on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Over and over and over and over and over again. Completely smashing the hell out of out of uh, where's that, that page smashing the hell out of this value right now I'm getting him at two I think he's ADP on underdog fantasy promo code smitty I think his ADP is around something like 220 overall so nobody should be taking him any earlier. Um I I I, I think uh I, I think that if if you're trying to dig for that deep dark horse not I don't want to say a Chan or, or 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 prop him up that that much, but just say that this is the guy that you're looking for. This, this like you're talking about like stab in the dark. The Tank Dell of the RBs is Frank Gore Jr. You know Frank Gore, San Francisco 49er great. You know Frank Gore. This is his son, and his son looks very much like him. You watch Frank Gore run, he looks unbelievable. Um, yeah, I, this Frank Gore Moon Man material, absolutely 100 percent. Like, could he be on the Moon Man tomorrow? Uh, uh, Ray G, absolutely. I, 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 if I had to pick one guy to explode out of this entire, you know, deeper grouping of, of running backs, even outside, you know, the fourth and fifth guy, like four four on. From anywhere from like four on or five on, it's Frank Gore Jr. This is the guy I want. This is the guy I'm scooping up everywhere. I think he's he's absolutely phenomenal. Um, depends on, you know, where he, where he goes. Depends on what happens. Um, depends on how, how teams view his draft capital. There's a lot of times, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, no team's going to invest in a guy they, they draft past round two. Um, it, it, you know, it happens. It's not. It's not always about that. So it's going to be phenomenal to watch Frank Gore land in an amazing spot and, and see if he can climb up and grab a hold of the job. Do a pull a Kyron Williams. If there's a Ky- that's better, the better example. If there's a Kyron Williams in this in this lot. It's probably Frank Gore Jr. Um, But again, wrapping up the RBs, I'm just going to say this is not concrete at all. At all. Jonathan Burks could go right back to my number one if we get good reports. And these other guys are falling flat. Uh, Trey Benson can climb all the way to three or two. Jalen Wright could climb to one or fall to four. Uh, This is just a mediocre class. Anybody that claims they've got some sort of lock on this thing. It's not that good of a class. You don't you don't have a lock on it. No one has a lock on it. It's not that good of a class. It's very dependent, absolutely dependent on landing spot. And that's just the way it is. I- anything else is just a very, very blind guess, dart throw with a blindfold on, throwing mud at the wall. I can only tell you that based on talent, because that's the only thing we can go on, but talent's not necessarily going to translate because ADP, landing spot, all that's going to matter. I, I, I think I think Braylon Allen is just the best running back. I think Gore is the best value. I think Braylon Allen is the best running back. Now, did Braylon Allen have the best combine? No. I think Jalen Wright had one of the best combines of the RBs. Blake Quorum looked good in a lot of ways. Uh, Trey Benson had some good moments for sure. But this is not necessarily about the combine. The combine doesn't make or break you. Uh, Malachi Corley didn't even, to my knowledge, test or work out. And I don't know why he did that. If he's going to do it in workouts and treat himself like, hey, I'm going to not work out if Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to work out. I'm not going to work out. Like, that's what Corley basically did today. Tried to put himself in that bucket. And, you know, I applaud him for trying. Let's see how that works out. But combines don't necessarily make or break these situations. Um, they're helpful. They're useful. They can help teams see maybe a difference that they, they couldn't see on film. Uh, you get to talk to these these kids. That's probably the more important part about everything. But this is a, this is a crazy group of, of RBs. We go to the, the wide receivers very much easier to determine. And what I saw at Roma Dunze... Today is just more of the same of what I've been watching and and preaching and speaking on, and he's my number two wide receiver. I'm, this is not a knock on neighbors. Doesn't mean I don't like neighbors. You can't say I'm sleeping on neighbors. You can't say I don't like neighbors at all, or that I'm hating on neighbors. That is not that conversation, pal. This is about me liking Marvin Harrison Jr., six foot four, two hundred five pound Ohio State wide receiver. And Roma Dunes a Washington Husky wide receiver that's six three, two hundred and fifteen pounds, two prototypical monsters that that are just they've just proven commodities. And and I and I loved what I saw at Adunze today. The guy's straight line ability during running routes. His his good hands. His his you know his tenacity to stay after on the cones and try and better his time when everybody had walked off and gone into the locker room. This guy's sitting on the field, running and doing plays and 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 trying to trying to recapture what he what he didn't capture during the combine. Even though he did capture a lot, looked fantastic. I think Rome is going to be. An absolute savage at the next level. I think he's the closest thing to Jamar Chase if I had to comp him to something. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a combination of of 10 different wide receivers. He's my number one, but if let's say he landed in New York for whatever reason, some crazy turn of events, and Rome lands in Arizona... In uh, uh, some crazy turn of events, a trade down of sorts, or something with New York, whatever the case may be, and the Arizona Cardinals end up drafting a Dunze, and he plays with Kyler, and 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 Marvin Harrison Jr. goes to the Giants uh, because they trade up and get the Cardinals four pick, whatever the case may be, right? If that happened, your boy would have Roma Dunze and redraft. As the number one wide receiver in this draft class. Now, not from Dynasty because quarterback situations change. But good God, Roman Dunsday looks like a phenomenal, up-and-coming, Jamar Chase caliber player. If all if all goes well. Uh, Neighbors has a lot of talent. He reminds me of uh, Amari Cooper meets... Um, and I don't want to just leave, leave it there because I think he's better than Amari Cooper. But Amari Cooper meets maybe um, got a handful of different players as well. He's a, he's a good, good player. Very, very good player. You could almost say like, a, I'm going to say A.J. Brown meets Amari Cooper, like a combination, because he's not A.J. Brown, but like an A.J. Brown meets Amari Cooper, and, and, and you merge the two together in some sort. Like, that's how I kind of feel about Malik, the way he can go get a ball. Uh, he, he's a deep threat. Um, I, I like Malik neighbors a lot. I love I love him. But Adunze moved to my number two, and that's not a rip on this guy at all these are three absolute savages and they're going to be potential all three of them top 12 top 14 wide receivers in the national football league two of which will be top eight one of which could be one to five and it's probably this guy but don't rule out this guy of being the next jamar chase he's an absolute monster these guys this is so much different than the running back class the running back class as i showed you looking at even the top you know one to 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 what was it six I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not that I don't have my evaluation, but I have no idea how it's going to play out. I do know how the wide receivers will play out because it doesn't matter where they go. They're probably going to survive. But the running backs are dependent on situation. I don't know who's going to survive. Nobody does. I can only tell you that Braylon Allen is my favorite prototypical 6'2", 245-pound monster, and the rest of these guys, minus Jonathan Brooks, who's coming back from an ACL tear, they don't quite do it for me. I like like Jalen Wright. I do, but he doesn't quite have that it factor for me as much as Braylon Allen, and I don't care about broad jump or things that might have turn people off and away from Braylon Allen. I thought he was going to do a little bit better at the combine. I'm not going to lie, but what I see on, on film is not lying. My eyes don't lie to me. This is the man. But I, I don't know. I don't know that he's going to be able to do it. Um, You know what? Okafer, I'm done, I'm done with Okafer. Okay, so let's go, let's go over to uh, wide receivers four through six. Okay, wide receivers four through six. Brian Thomas Jr. goes out and looks like an absolute monster. Goes out, runs fast, looks unbelievable, catches, he's 6'4", he's 205. And I guess I asked the question, is it a lock that Neighbors will be better than him? I'm not saying I rank him higher. Clearly, I have Neighbors 3, but this kid's going to be unbelievable. And it's not crazy to envision him being two or three in this wide receiver class when it's all said and done lad mcconkey love love the kid i love him even more now sometimes a guy moves up my board real quickly when you see him at the combine doing his thing showing his speed showing his hands six foot hundred and I, I don't know if he played in higher than 185 Uh, I forget what the combine weight was. But this guy showed poise. He showed hands. He showed quickness. He showed good route running. He showed it all. And I think teams are going to be very, very intrigued by him. And he's going to go to a good spot. So more than anything with the running backs, right? The running backs are tough. The running backs are tough because bad landing spots could screw everything up. Bad landing spots could turn everything upside down. With with McConkey, with some of these guys, they're going somewhere good. They're definitely going somewhere good. Malachi Corley not wanting to participate in the combine at all was a little crazy. Um, but I don't think it'll affect too much as long as he comes out and has good workouts and shows, shows out. Then he's going to be phenomenal. Keon Coleman didn't run fast at all. But when he got on the field... And ran his drills and did his workouts. He was faster than anybody according to some of the miles per hour data. And and, and in and out of his routes, he was as quick as anybody, if not the number one wide receiver in terms of speed when he was on the football. So his football speed is so much greater than his 40 time. His 40 time was awful. And we were thinking, oh my God, when he ran the 40, like this guy is slow. What, what's going to happen? He goes out on the field. They they measure all the metrics in terms of you know running routes, cutting cutting uh, cone drills, everything, and he's running quicker in all of the drills than anybody else. It, it's, it's 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 unbelievable how some players can be phenomenal in gameplay and game speed and not good at forty times. Um. So Coleman's good. Coleman could climb all the way to the third or fourth wide receiver. It really just depends on where he goes. I still feel like there's some question marks for me. I, I get a weird vibe. I don't get a top one to two or three wide receiver vibe from this draft class when I look at Coleman, especially when I watch film over and over and over on him. But I, I don't, he just doesn't look as coordinated. Like I, I it's not that I hate him. I, I don't think he's a bust. I'm not saying that at all. I, you know, could he be as good as Amari Cooper? Is someday to use Amari Cooper as another example? Yeah. I think Keon Coleman could become as good as Amari Cooper is right now. I don't think, you know, that's that's a bad evaluation. Or or, or could he reach the heights of Jalen Waddle? Like, sure. That's not a bad evaluation. That's not bad at all. Um, c- could Malachi Corley become Tank Dell? Yeah. I think he could. Could Lab McConkie become Puka Nakua? Probably not. It's probably never going to happen again. To the degree it did. I know everybody wants Lad McConkie to be Puka Nakua. I know everybody wants to find the next Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua was a fairy tale that came to life. He was Pinocchio that somehow came to life wishing upon a star. And it's probably never going to happen again. But can Lad McConkie become Edelman? Can Lad McConkey become the next big... Uh, you know, elite wide receiver, late wide receiver two that people draft, and, and he's a good wide receiver two. Damn good wide receiver two. Absolutely depends on where he goes. Malachi Corley, same thing. Keon Col- Coleman, same thing. Again, awkward running. Don't don't love him. Don't love him, but don't hate him. Is he a bust? No. No, no, no. He's not a bust at all. He's not going to bust out of the league, but is he a top five or ten, top five to ten, top 12 nfl wide receiver someday no could brian thomas jr be maybe locked and loaded no 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 absolutely not could he be absolutely could he be top six to ten in fantasy football someday absolutely could will he be for sure no could he be top three roman dunze absolutely could is he locked in there no malik neighbors is he locked in there? No. Marvin Harrison Jr., is he locked in there? Even Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't locked into anything. There's no guarantees in life except for Moon Men and Mars Men rising up every single year. That's the only guarantee you're ever going to get in life. And that Smitty's going to have a rant or two every single show that he's doing. Marvin Harrison Jr., Roman Dunze, and Malik Neighbors, And, and, and these are probably the, the best almost guarantees you could find. But Coleman, Coleman just doesn't do it for me at the value everyone's putting him at. Three, two, four overall. I think I slotted him fine. This is not a bust. It's not a bust. This is a maybe a Mari Cooper, which is a very good wide receiver. A guy that can play as a wide receiver one sometimes, for sure. Xavier Leggett. I, I really like Leggett a lot. This 6'3", 227-pound monster. He's phenomenal. Um, I, I think uh, I think he goes to the right spot. He's going to explode. I think he's got a lot of of little things he needs to work on, but I think he will. He's a big body. He reminds me of D.K. Metcalf. He plays a lot like D.K. Metcalf. He looks a lot like D.K. Metcalf when he runs his routes. He jumps up and grabs contested balls a lot like D.K. Metcalf. He stops his routes and, and runs very, very strong routes for the size that he is like D.K. Metcalf. This South Carolina wide receiver is a phenomenal player. Uh, that in the right spot could be electric, and he's a steal in this territory. As you can see, a guy I love. I love Xavier Legate. I- I've talked about Xavier Leggett all the time, and I can't even squeeze him into my top like six or seven. You're going to get him as a steal. He's going to be, unless he goes to the, the most ideal spot and climbs everybody's wide receiver three or four, he's going to be had at the end of the first round very, very, very easily. Um, Quarterbacks... So wide receivers to recap: Adunze moved to my two. I love him. It doesn't mean I hate neighbors. Brian Thomas Jr. almost moved a tie with neighbors at at number three. I almost moved Brian Robinson Jr. I still might. Right next to his boy Malik Neighbors, and you can you can say whatever the hell you want. Um, Lab McConkey squeezed into the top, uh, the next grouping of of three or four guys, but Malachi Corley. Uh, Xavier Leggett, they still remain where they are. And uh, Keon Coleman needs to be in, this, in the 5-6-7 conversation almost no matter what because he's very solid. He runs good routes. He's got amazing game speed. But he, just something about him. I don't know that he can ever be as good as some of these other guys at the next level, but that's just my take. Again, running back recap. Recap. It's it's all about landing spot. These are, these are cemented in nowhere. I, I'm, I've, I haven't cemented one of these guys in at all. Braylon Allen is the only guy that I want to cement in. But I can't because landing spot is everything. And Frank Gore Jr. on the 7 eight, 9 list is my favorite player. Uh, uh, really anywhere past the like 5 or 6 at any position, Frank Gore is the guy I love the most. Let's go to the QBs real quick. So QBs, this might be shocking to a lot of people. It's Jaden Daniels, JD5 number 1, but tied now with Penix Jr. Penix Jr. was phenomenal. Penix Jr. was phenomenal. Junior was phenomenal is a nickname of a high school prospect. Ziggy, off. (laughs) I didn't ask him, but that's right. He was absolutely near perfect tonight. Penix Jr. did everything that I've been talking about over and over and over. His medicals came in great. His, His throws were accurate. His spirals were on point. His touch was on point. The announcers couldn't get their hands off of him. This, this guy Penix Jr. absolutely came out and crushed it. Penix Jr. is a monster. 46-48, 35 touchdowns, nine INTs. Only nine INTs. He's a he protects the football. He makes amazing plays. His accuracy and touch are unbelievable. And he's a gunslinger. Give me Penix Jr. to Atlanta and I give you a monster fantasy football season right out of the gate. Give me Michael Penix Jr. in, in Las Vegas and I give you a Devonte Adams top five to seven wide receiver season immediately. Give me Michael Penix Jr. in a handful of these situations. Let's call it. Let's call it Minnesota with JJ, because let's say Cousins goes elsewhere. I'll take it. Decade of of Penix Jr. to JJ. Let's do it live. JD five didn't drop at all. The guy's going to the moon. He's a Saturn man. For goodness' sake! I'll show you if you don't believe me. The Saturn Men.
1: One small step for man.
0: One. One giant leap for Saturn. But guess who is a Mars Man?
1: He's on a shuttle to Mars. Oh,
0: Moon Man. Mars Man. The Moon Man. Penix Jr. I don't know if Braylon Allen's going to stay on here. By the way, At Doomsday, he might move to the Mars Man list. Penix Jr. Penix Jr absolute phenom absolute phenom I didn't drop Daniels at all I didn't drop him at all I just merely put Penix Jr. up right with him on the same stage sharing a trophy these two are my my top 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 quarterbacks Bo Nix looked phenomenal in my opinion Bo Nix was good Bo Nix in the right spot. Put Bo Nix in Atlanta. Put him in an LV. Put him in one of these situations. Minnesota. Put him in. Uh, put him in Seattle. Pennix Jr. in Seattle. I give you a a playoff a a, a team that could win multiple playoff games during Penix Jr.'s rookie year in 2024. Yeah, Seattle. Give me Seattle for Penix Jr. Give me Minnesota for Penix Jr. Give me uh, Atlanta. I'll tell you what, Penix Jr. could not even do a pro day, and he's going in the top 16 based on what he did alone today. And all, all the doubters will continue to double down. The double down Donnies are going to say, no, Penix Jr. didn't do it. He looked phenomenal. If you didn't think Penix Jr. was on point, all day long and, and and so many clubs and, and, and people close to the situation, uh, other GMs, other other coaches in college football said this guy is just money. he's just money and his own team Washington talked about him on all different levels from different people inside the that that uh, that club saying that this guy would go to the coach and say this is what I saw and the coach would be like I don't know if we that's that's what happened they go watch the film he's always right they win games because of his ability to be astute they win games because of his ability to have a lot of options involved and in, as the announcers were saying today during his pro day this guy's just loaded with quick decision making and processing ability given how complex his system could be and the OC in Washington Ryan Grubb, the guy that coached this guy up all last year as the O.C. in Washington, guess where he just got an O.C. job in the NFL? The Seattle Seahawks. Guess where Penix Jr. is going if these teams somehow don't see the value in Penix Jr. Penix Jr. is going to Seattle to play with his O.C. from Washington. They're going to meet back up and do it live. Monsters, monster. Love Bo Nix. Give me Bo Nix in a ton of different places. Bo Nix is going in the top fifteen. Now the crazy part about the world right now—it doesn't seem right. It seems upside down. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why J, uh, uh, JJ McCarthy is getting so much love. I don't feel like JJ McCarthy looks as good or near as good as Jaden Daniels or Penix Jr. Or Bo Nix. Why do I have him tie here? Because I do think he did, he he does look as potentially as good, even though obviously uh, Caleb wasn't uh, doing anything. I'm not saying he caught him because Caleb didn't do anything at all, but speak and, and get yelled at and <laughs> a lot of people asking him crazy questions. But but JJM looked. Oh, he looked okay. He did. He did. He looked okay at times. Uh, he didn't look great the entire time, but he looked really good at times. But I don't like him. I, I don't see an elite quarterback. Do I see somebody that could linger in the league for a while? Yeah. Is he Jimmy Garoppolo capable be a starter for a couple of years? Maybe not trick the team into thinking he's good enough, but like a system guy. Absolutely. Why? Because he was a system guy. He didn't do anything at Michigan all that much. And I know a lot of people say, you know, like the caller the other night was like, he'd get taken out of the game in the third quarter. They'd be up so big. And I I get all that. I factor it in, but I still don't feel it. And I'm not going to make assumptions off of things we can't see. And if he didn't do it, he didn't do it. You know, it doesn't matter if he was out of the fourth quarter a lot of games. It was like, he didn't do it. He has no track record of doing it, being elite. When I say do it, I mean being elite. He has no track record of being consistently elite. And I'm going to put him over this monster Penix Jr. that's throwing dimes out there on the field during the combine after everybody's doubting him over and over. A guy whose who's medicals came back phenomenal. He's got Bo Nix, who's, who's as good as any of them. He's got the most... The most experienced out of every single quarterback here, Bo Nix is probably bringing the most NFL-ready resume to the table. And Jaden Daniels is Lamar Jackson 2.0. I predict he's better than Lamar Jackson. I've said that over and over. Some Calebs get upset in the chat. The the angry Anguses come in and go, (laughs) you just say LOL. Laughing emoji, sideways laughing emoji, sideways laughing emoji, sideways laughing laughing emoji. Did you just say that JD5, a guy who's never played an NFL snap because scared money makes money. Oh uh, Yeah, you're saying that JD5 is going to beat Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I'm saying he's going to be better than Lamar Jackson. Scared money don't make money. You want to sit around and wait for things to come true before you start predicting and banking on things. This isn't the show for you, pal. You want safe you know safe sammy he's over there this ain't no safe sammy show this is a, you know we put our, our our cojones on the table sometimes i don't i don't hit everything i'm not pretending to but i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh maybe jd5 is better than lamar i better wait i better wait no i feel it bro i feel it it's gonna happen we're gonna do it live jd5 to the freaking moon yeah. I I just don't know what to do here. Um, I just don't know where to rank these guys. I very, very much feel like um it, it really it really just needs to be landing spot that determines, just like the running backs. The running Caleb Williams in Chicago is why he's here. In this tied for fourth er- area, that's gonna make so many Caleb Williams fans. They're just gonna go, "Oh my god!" The moment I saw Caleb Williams wasn't in the top three, I turned the channel off. Good. <laughs> See you later. I look. I can't please everybody. I'm. Not, I, re- I. refuse to please everybody. And, and not only that is, this is how I feel. So may- maybe I. Maybe I'm too crazy for you. I don't know. It's okay. one's forcing you to watch the show, Bob? But Caleb Williams, I think busts in Chicago. Or as, a, or even if he doesn't bust, he has a very sh- strong chance of busting in Chicago under a Shane Waldron offensive coordinator. A horrible decision by Poles. if they keep him. If they, it's all smoke screen, great job, Polls. Great job making your quarterback feel like he's expendable at, at the cost of the relationship between him and you and the team and, and his confidence. You Yeah, you placated Fields and got it a little bit more value, maybe, maybe not, for your draft pick. You got the number one overall pick. You don't need to play games. People will overpay for it if you want to get rid of it. Very, very easily with this quarterback class. You'll have no problems playing around with Fields' emotions and confidence to say, Maybe we'll trade him, maybe we don't. If that is what you're trying to say, Caleb, I can't use Caleb anymore. Bob, if that's what you're trying to say, Bob, then then you didn't get me. Oh, you don't know football. You don't know ball. It's just a smokescreen. You don't understand what I'm trying to say. That's worse than trading Justin Fields. Holding him after everything you haven't said is detrimental to his growth Confidence and development, and then you hand him over to Shane Waldron. Shane Waldron is going to either fail Caleb or fail Fields. So why not throw, in my mind, the quarterback I like the least into the Chicago Bears system, and and and, and see if he can get himself out. And maybe he will. It I'll I'll give him much respect if he can stay afloat while they replace everybody involved one year later, because Shane Waldron is going to fail, in my opinion. A Caleb Williams who needs a whole lot of nurturing and some sort of expert to get everything out of him and I don't think Shane Waldron's bad I don't think he's horrible I don't think he's a bust of an OC I just think he'll bust in this situation because I don't think he's good enough to, to maintain and handle some of the things that are going to be thrown his way on either the development of fields and rejuvenate fields or the development and cultivate of Caleb Williams both of these are challenges I don't know that he's equipped to handle. So Caleb, to me, until he goes to Washington to play with Kingsbury, his former QB coach from just last year at USC, that's right. Ryan Grubb, Washington OC from from last year. Penix Jr.'s OC goes to Seattle. Maybe Penix Jr. goes to Seattle. Uh, Kingsbury, the QB coach for Caleb last year at USC, he goes to Washington. If Caleb goes there, I'm back on board to a, a certain degree for sure. Because I think he can get the most out of him. I think it's about a lot of it. It's about fit. A lot of it is about fit. Um, Drake May could go to number three over Bo Nix if he found an elite situation and Bo Nix didn't. I don't want this to be a Oh Smitty hates Drake May video. Um, I also, no 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 offense to him, but like the last time I trusted, uh, you know, somebody that looked like they couldn't rent a car. Um, it was Zach Wilson, and so I feel a little burned, Um, but at the same time, like, Drake May in a great situation and Bo Nix in a questionable one would have me saying, hey, don't worry, Drake, I'll pick you up, I'll give you a ride to the airport, you're going to be the number three overall rookie quarterback in this uh, 2024 rookie quarterback class. But right now, J.D. 5 Penix Jr., Bo Nix, tear break. You can like it, you can hate it, it's not really my job to... To uh, convince you to like it or hate it. I'm just here to tell you my take. And I think there's a tear break. Between J.D. 5, Penix Jr. and Bo Nix. I think really there's a a tear break. Between Daniels and Penix Jr. A little one. But landing spot could could close that gap. And put them on even playing field. A landing spot could put Penix Jr. number one. Daniels number two. And Bo Nix number three. That's how important landing spot is. Phone lines are open. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Dial in, dial in, dial in. Let's have a conversation about these rookies. Let's talk about the combine. Let's talk about how good you think this entire class could be. Let's talk about what you might disagree with and why. That's fine. We don't always have to agree. I I just don't... Uh, I just think this is a very crazy class to rank and the discrepancy between everyone's rankings are gonna always be far and wide and that's okay because this is why we play there's no guarantees of any kind in this game we call fantasy football at all phone lines right there in front of your face dial in dial in dial in i appreciate all of you being here tonight hit that thumb up button on the way in the door um ray g in the building sam the fremp philly philly uh avery in the house uh what's up roger caleb is a legend Is in own mind. Says Roger. Caleb wants a veteran max deal. Says Ray G. Um, DeBolt says I don't know about May. Knicks over May. But this is pretty spot on. That's okay. We're not going to have the exact same ranking. Nobody could. Nobody could have the exact same ranking. Not with all this. Especially not even with one of these positions. man. It's just crazy. It, it, it's it's the way it goes. It's the way it goes. Um, Zach Wilson is a great example of a QB looking great at the combine but doesn't transfer exactly. Zach Wilson, you can rip on him all you want and pretend like you didn't think he had any talent at all, but that wasn't. that's just not the way it was for the majority of people, even people that knew what they're doing. And I, I, I take pride on knowing the quarterback very, very well. That's one one thing I land very, very successfully. And I thought Zach Wilson had the ability. I didn't think he was a lock, but I thought he was. He probably felt about as locked in as like, let's say, Knicks. You know, and I'm very high on Knicks, but I could be wrong on him. That's about how good. Maybe even more than that. Zach might have had a little bit more uh, upside than that. Feeling wise that year. Crazy. Crazy. Knicks was 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 solid. Knicks was very good today. Knicks upped his draft stock a ton. Penix Jr. exploded his draft stock upward after today. Pennix Jr. couldn't have had a better combine. Maybe he didn't throw one of those, I think, very few incompletions if he even threw one, and it probably wasn't even his fault. That's the only thing he could have fixed. I mean, God, he was fantastic today. I mean, Penix Jr. just proved all the doubters wrong today and if you don't think he did then you just you're just a hater (laughs) you just can't admit what just happened uh the ball maybe but i think he could thrive in the right situation i don't know who we're talking about call into the show Call, call, call into the show I, uh your boy is uh, potentially trying to drink one of these a day it's such a hard task for me so this is a Stanley um, I was I was given this as a uh, for Miss Mitty so I could drink more water um, so it's one of the you know the kids love them the Stanley's right and this is this is a lot of water for me I I, I filled this up three days ago <laughs> I haven't drank it yet so I got some work cut out for me let's see if we can finish I want to say it's like right here. So, three days I got it here. I need to drink more water. My goal is to, to pound one of these a day. One of these a day. Let, let's go ahead and try and, and chug a little. <sighs> All right. There we go. What about QB from Tennessee? Levis, what about him? Party is great because of his mental, says Theo. Party good. He's definitely smart. Um, but I'm not calling Purdy great yet, you know. Like Purdy's great because he he's not great yet. He's got an upside for sure. He's got an upside for sure. I I I, li- I like him quite a bit. Um, what what's up, Theo? Hello. Hello. You're on mute, bra. Hello. I don't know, Theo. Not sure what's going on with you, pal. Joe Milton, Milton looked good Uh, at times. I mean, you know, is he is he just a uh, a circus act? You know, to throw big, long, seventy-three-yard bombs downfield. I don't know. We'll find out. But I do know Joe Milton climbed into the rattler tier. You know, right after this, this one, two, three. Four, five, six quarterbacks, right? Tier break, and then it's Rattler and maybe Milton and a couple others. But Milton climbed into the Rattler tier. I think Rattler's is still the next guy up, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, Smitty. Uh, Smitty went to ASU and didn't learn to chug beers. I, I did, but this is not. Uh, this is not a beer, bro. And it's got a. It's got a little a little like uh you know this is not shot i can't shotgun this um what's up Theo?
1: hello oh
0: yeah can you hear me yeah what are you doing bro you...
2: oh my connection was uh cutting out i couldn't okay. hear you for some reason what's um, up i just wanted to Hear hear a little something about your thoughts on Bowers. I know you've already talked about him, but I want to see if you have any more like what you thought about his interview or.
0: I mean, he did. There's not much that you could damage, right? You know, when you, when you don't really want to do anything, especially when you're the, you're head and shoulders above everybody else. So the, the, the whole thing of Marvin Harrison Jr. And, and Caleb um, you know, I, I know, I know you're kidding friend. The, what are they, what are they hurting? They're not hurting anything. I, I think that if the problem could be is if you go out and screw up during your pro day and you're trying to accomplish, you know, something, then you're leaving yourself little opportunities. It's kind of like you know, when a team's kicking a field goal and they run it down to one second instead of leaving them themselves three seconds in case they fumble the snap and they can take a timeout or something like that. Uh, you know, but then again, like even if Marvin Mar- Harrison Jr. didn't even have a pro day, he'd probably still be the number one wide receiver taken. But if he got hurt, then who knows? But, you know, he, he almost can't hurt his value. Now, Caleb, Caleb thinks he's immune. But I think because the top quarterbacks kind of all went the same direction, they all kind of stayed the same, you know what I mean? Like It was it was almost like if Caleb was the only one that didn't participate in the combine, he could have got passed over. But because they all were scared of Penix Jr. and Bo Nix climbing up into the tier of three which is Daniels, Caleb, and May. Some say J, uh, J.J. McCarthy too, but Really, the top three is May, Caleb, and J.D. As of this moment, I think, I think, I think it's going to potentially be different. I think what Penix Jr. and Bo Nix did today, it wasn't like, "Hey, here's the JV team. They look good too." It was, man, you know, this looks like a guy that could have sat out today as well. Penix Jr. looked like a guy that should have been in the same tier, but he was there. And he gave everybody an extra look. He gave everybody a look at his medicals. He cleared all that with flying colors. He went out and looked phenomenal. Had a near perfect pro day. I'd say Pennix Jr. had the best pro day out of everybody. Near per well, we're, well, Xavier Worthy, but I do I don't. He's like he's like a buck. What What's he weigh? Like a buck fifty. Um, one sixty five. Yeah. I mean, I know Tank Dell proved you know you can be you can be a little guy, but I mean. I, I love Tank Dell. He's the Del- same
2: weight as Tank Dell, but he's also over an inch
0: taller. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know. It's, it's the translation is not always there with these speed guys. There's a reason for it too. It's not just like luck or bad luck or just like weird circumstance. Like, you know, he's he's a speed guy. He he's I, I I don't know. I, I I don't know that he's necessarily going to translate. We'll we'll have to see. I like I like him. I'm certainly not going to run away from him. I'm not predicting a bust out of out of Xavier Worthy, but I think if anybody, I think it's almost a curse, you know, to, to have the number one time as a wide receiver that's not really hyped up heading into the combine. It feels good. He had the best day of his life. I mean, he wouldn't trade this for anything. He was the he was the the, the bell of the ball. But, like, it doesn't – He may have made him wide receiver four or five because teams don't understand that that doesn't necessarily translate. Everybody wants a weapon. Now, you could put him on special teams too, though, and maybe he ends up being an amazing kick returner for you or something. But, you know, he's not a locked and loaded elite wide receiver at the National Football League level. I think some teams will pass on a a guy that's, like, way more concrete. I mean, I I could look at it. Let's see. I could see – I could see teams passing on Brian Thomas Jr. and taking Xavier Worthy thinking, "Oh, we're really getting something here." And they're passing on a, an absolute elite talent in this kid. You know, that that's crazy. If he goes number 4, I've heard I've heard that a lot. Xavier uh, Worthy may have climbed to the fourth wide receiver taken spot prediction and that that would be know, that would be ahead of all these guys you're looking at on screen. It's crazy. That's that's insane. He was not that's the one thing the one lesson I'll teach people. Never let the combine alter your course to that to any sort of crazy degree. Only let the combine accent and help guide you in a direction you were already leaning or wanting to go or just waiting for a certain, you know, piece of information to help nudge you over a fence don't be sitting there having no direction for the certain player and then the combine makes you go oh I'm taking them or now they're five spots above where they were that's not the way a combine should be used it's a it's an accent it's a tool it's a, a accoutrement it, it is not a freaking uh, be-all uh, end-all of of where someone's value should go and that's that's a funny funny thing about the combine is two or three or four teams are gonna be so tempted to pull the um, uh, what was it, Rager? Rager? The Eagles didn't didn't the Eagles draft Rager over JJ, right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and the they're like, we'll take Jalen and Rager, and and the the Minnesota Vikings were like, they passed on JJ, and they have this footage of him like absolutely laughing and and just appalled, like appalled that they did that to jj and they're like we got him we got him and they, and they take jalen rager over like it, it, it's <laughs> same thing with justin ross same thing with henry ruggs same thing with time and, time and time and time and time and time again you know thomas i'll take him over over that every single time
2: mm. the things that disappointed me the most were um JD5 not weighing in and uh, Corley not running in the 40. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't, you know, not weighing in. I, you know, I, I think what the problem is, is he's not a small guy. He He's tall. Uh, I get it. He's he's a little slender on the slender side for his height, but he's not a small guy at all. But I think he knows that if he weighed in and somebody had concrete, tangible numbers they start it, it would start a potential downfall of his value. Right now, he's flying high. So when you, you don't weigh in, you can speculate all you want, but no one cares right now. I don't care. Nobody cares. No one's talking about it. No one's going, oh JD5 didn't weigh in. He weighs exactly this amount. No one cares. If he did weigh in under, people would start panicking a little bit. Uh, but I, I don't I don't know why you would, because he's not he's not short by any means, he's still a tall guy. It's crazy to me. He plays at a certain weight. He wants to play at that weight. He's gonna naturally put on NFL pounds. You you know you're eating NFL food from an NFL cafeteria. You're getting fed all kinds of uh, of, of different meals, and you're, you're doing double the workouts, and and you got better better trainers, and you have nutritionists. And you have things you've never had before. You're gonna gain a natural five to ten NFL pounds. So he'll be fine. I have no doubt about it. When people say J D five is too small, I laugh. I laugh. He's not
2: small. He's just—I just wish he would have,
0: um, like, weighed
2: in. Like, I don't I, think he I, I don't. too why, much. If he, why did do you? Weigh why it. do you
0: wish it though? Like, who cares? If it would have hurt his value, then why would you have wanted it? You know. I mean,
2: I, I guess I just like it's—I don't know. I it's just players being scared. It just like kind of turns me away from them. Like. Ever so slightly It's not well, like a big deal or You gotta remember stuff.
0: It's their camp It's their They've hired a team of people That handle everything And you gotta listen to them You know Otherwise You know what I mean So it's like He trusts the people he hired That might be a mistake they make It's not like he can't overrule them But at the same time He trusts his team Right And his team's like Hey Believe me If you don't weigh in You're you're gonna get paid more money At the end of the day You're gonna get drafted higher You're not gonna slip and then he's like, "Okay, you, you convinced me. I won't weigh in." And it didn't do anything negative. I mean, it may have made you want to have a closed book on this, but it doesn't change anything right now. And he may yeah, weigh, He no. may. I heard he may weigh in though during his pro day. So like, what's the big deal if he does? If he doesn't weigh in during his pro day or or whatever, then that's different. But maybe he doesn't want to. Um, he doesn't want to gain any sort of weight now and he's got a plan in place that's going to put him at a, a faster slow trajectory of gaining the right weight at the right time building muscle structure for it not just gaining the weight you know and then being slower like he wants to do it right he didn't have enough time to get to the proper weight that he needs to get to to have people shut up and also do it in the right way to be strong and not lose a single ounce of what he wants you know what i mean like, there's a lot of things that you yeah, can look sure. at. It, it's
2: just, as long as he cares about it, then that's all I really care about.
0: Well, I, I yeah, um, he, he cares, he cares about it. Don't worry. I'll care yeah. about it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I got, right, I'll I hold my see. beer. I got this one. Um. <laughs> all right, anything else? What, what do you think about the RBs, man? I mean, I think I mapped it out pretty good. Somebody's gonna have a problem with it, but I think I've tried to explain that literally uh, Trey Benson could be one. Braylon Allen, Braylon Allen could be four. Blake Corum could be think, one or seven. I mean, Jalen uh, Wright could be one or you know ten. Like it, it, it's these are not these guys are too close without a whole lot of elite talent, and that's going to make them a hundred percent situation dependent.
2: I mean, so At first, I was scared of estimate because he ran a slow forty time, but then all his other athletic scores were really good but in general Bucky Irving had like a five something uh, RAS which was just like the worst in the whole combine and that's just like a lot of people had Bucky as like a top five
0: guy at running back, and now it's just like yeah some of that I let affect it some of it the real thing isn't really what score does he have here and what, you know, what's his breakout age. It's more about what do the teams how do the teams view him? And if the teams view that as a negative, then he's gonna fall. If he falls, he has a high likelihood of not being drafted as a starter. If he doesn't get drafted as a starter, he's gotta climb up and he's got a shorter amount of time to do it. And, and, and there the there lies the risk and the increased risk, you know what I mean? Frank Gore Jr. Mm-hmm. likely going very deep in this draft is a big risk. That's why he's like free. He's a 220 overall ranked guy on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. Links in the description. Um sure. click that link. But Frank Gore Jr., when I say Frank Gore Jr. is one of my favorite late round running backs to grab, there's zero risk. He's going in the two hundreds. Zero risk. Okay, I'm not asking anybody to draft Bucky Irv- Irving in like the eighth round. I'm saying Frank Gore is like one of your very last picks, round 19. Round 18, 19, or 20 you are drafting Frank Gore. Some drafts don't even go to round 18. So that that's zero risk, almost negative risk. And the the risk would be that if you were to try and say there's some risk, it would be that the draft capital form is going to be so low, teams won't care about him. And it's hard. It's usually a little harder for a... a you know, fourth round plus running back to get a starting job, and even when they get it, they don't normally get a long term deal because they're they're coming from a very coming from the slums of the draft, and so no one truly believes. Oh, if you were good, you would have gotten drafted earlier. That's the whole way that people think about it. But at the end of the day, bro, Frank Gore is my my dark horse zero risk guy. Bucky Irvin's going to cost a whole lot more. But the problem is. Do teams view him with some of the negatives that you're talking about on top of being 195 pounds? So, I don't know. He's kind of like a change of pace back more than he is a workhorse. You know, could he be a workhorse? Could he put on, you know, 10 pounds at the next level? Sure, he could. But, you know, walking him with some question marks, not being as high on teams boards coming out of the combine, and then having the weight concern makes me say, okay... Yeah, he's seven, eight, nine, upside, but.
2: Yeah, no, I don't. I I think for the RB class, my biggest takeaway from today is that it truly we do not know at all who the RB one is no in fantasy or dynasty until we know the landing spot. It's,
0: yeah. Yep. All right, Theo. Appreciate okay. you. What? Yeah. All right. All right, bro. Appreciate you later. All right. Uh I might be out of here in just a few minutes here. 137 of you in here, only 60 thumbs up. Wipe your feet, dial in. Let's get a couple more phone calls up in here. Uh dial in, dial in, dial in. Actually, I want to stay on the let's stay on the quarterback screen. Let's initiate a quarterback call. Let's initiate a quarterback call. Where were we at? QBs. There we go. Actually, no, that main screen. We had it all. Frank Gore was drafted in the third round, says so Superfish. Yeah, but that's that's a little bit above that that threshold of where the team will give up on you a lot of the time. But I'm not saying every team will. Smart teams will. You know, Kyron Williams won't be given up on. They they love him. You know, he's earned it. He's a monster. So great stories do happen. Theo says smash the thumb up button. Call in people. I can't make all the calls, says Travis. Travis has been pulling a lot of the call weight lately. It's the off season. So we we do have a little bit fewer people dialing in these days uh, throughout the entirety of the show. But phone lines are open dial in. Uh, We're almost we're getting closer and closer to 25K, by the way. Here on the main channel so please subscribe if for some reason you're watching and you're not hit that subscribe button uh do it live do it live running back class location location lo- location absolutely i love when people get mad about my running back rankings and they act like you know this thing is going to be you know 100 percent uh 100 <laughs> easy to detect blake quorum's number one or smitty Jonathan brooks is number one he'll be fine or or smitty i can't believe trey ben says Tied for fourth on your list. <laughs> Any one of these guys could be the number one running back. It just all depends on everything. Can you redo the top ten overall list this week? Uh, yeah, we could probably do something like that. And then we'll probably do a mock draft. Maybe a mock draft tomorrow. How did Quorum look? He looked pretty good, buddy. What's up, DeBolt? What's going on, Smitty? Not much, man. Just uh, Just smashing out some rookie reaction content from the Combine. How about you?
3: Yeah. Oh, man, I watched it all day, even though I was on
0: call. <laughs> so uh, I'm I trying to chug this water. Go, go ahead, ask a question.
3: Uh, uh, now, going to the RVs, uh, I think a lot of questions were answered. Yes, of course, uh, landing spot is everything. Um, but as much as I love Brian Allen, him not throwing the 40 is not good. And uh, that's because everyone wanted to see his forty, so it kind of throws a flag. Yeah, oh it, it does. God, still,
0: uh, it does, but he's still got a pro you know? day. He's still got a pro day, you know.
3: Oh yeah, well, yeah, most most do, you know. But um, and it's Wisconsin. He's a Big Ten Wisconsin badger. They always get bully, bully, bully backs all the time. That's kind of what Wisconsin always does. Yeah, but I still love Marshawn Lloyd the best. Yeah, I think he's the only true three-down back that can do everything, and has hands. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I like him. I don't, I don't know that I agree with that, but I like him. I, I have him pretty, you know, I have him on my board. Um, yeah, but we'll see. And, and this
3: whole Xavier Worthy thing, um that's great, but uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I just him not doing the skills. I mean, I will. Okay, he has speed, great, but can you catch? Can you adjust?
0: For who? What's your for, for, for who? For Xavier Worthy. Yeah, yeah. That that I don't know. But as, as for Braylon exactly. Allen, though, bro, I mean, he can. He's got good pass protection. You know, fundamentals, yeah. and he can catch the football. He's two hundred forty-five pounds. He's six-two. He yep. did, didn't run the forty. I'm not concerned. He's still my. He's still number one on my board. You know, I do agree that he didn't oh, crush, but. You know, no one else really crushed either. Uh, Quorum was good. J- Jalen Wright definitely did well. Benson did very good. Did. Um, there's, you know, there's there's a lot of guys that did good, but no one like set themselves apart. I, I feel I feel like uh, I feel like Braylon Allen still got a whole lot of upside, given he's the only running back even remotely close to his build 6'2", 245. You can't expect him to run a forty-yard dash in the same at the same speed, but he might. see still <laughs> might do that in some workouts, and we'll see.
3: He, he's going to be a great. Uh, he's going to be great between the tackles. He didn't get a lot of touchdowns, depending on where he goes. Obviously, but uh, I love Braylon Allen. I love Braylon Allen. Uh, you know, the whole year, Big Ten guy. I love Big Ten. Watch Big Ten the most. Um, but just what I saw from Marshawn Lloyd, it it, it did open my. Eye. I want to see how he would do, and uh, he did real good. But um, uh, the, the receivers, I man, Rome just uh, he did great. Like yeah, okay, people are like oh, he had a 440, 440. That's not great. Only is that is, is that a, a, all the receiver does is is like run? Unbelievable to have good hands, good awareness, good.
0: Well, body what, control? what was wrong? Yeah, I don't know why people said that was wrong. What was wrong with his forty? I, I, that wasn't that wasn't bad. No, not at all. Just yeah, but some good, are
3: using that as a, that it's is, not. Oh, it's not that great. No, you know.
0: a lot of the announcers are saying that was a good time for him. Like I don't understand why yeah. people were saying that. But but Rome was running routes like a monster. Um, him staying after after everybody had already left and he was still working on his cone drill. Like that that was like
3: uh-huh. that
0: was like when the player loses the Super Bowl. Like Diggs would do that and he'd sit out there and watch the other team celebrate. You know. And to stare and make sure he watched it all, so he could get hungry for it, like that. That was that kind of moment, you know. Dunezay's out there, like redoing the cone drill. They're like, "You, you don't have to redo it, sir." And he's like, "I want to redo it. I want to get a better time." And It's like that. That's <laughs> a Dunezay, bro. I love, I love that about him. Um, yep. I-, I think a Dunezay could be the next Jamar Chase. I really do, I really do. I think
3: uh, he, pe- he, 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 he's gonna be himself. I don't think he's gonna be. The next, I think it gonna be the next. Well, Roma but, Doomsday. Like yeah, but we
0: got a comp. I mean, people I like comps, yeah. Oh,
3: of course, of course, of course, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it was a everyone's great, their own great player, comment.
0: but I'm just saying, in terms of like level of fantasy football value, he could be Jamar Chase's value. He could he could eventually be a guy that, and oh, where's yeah. Jamar Chase going right now in a draft? He's going like a five, six, seven overall, so like that's where he could go someday, you know, maybe not right after year one but maybe entering year three who the hell knows but i i, I love uh i love i love it doing say that's why i moved him to my number two overall wide receiver and i'm not i'm not mad about it at all and i don't care how many people it pisses off i know neighbors there's a lot of neighbors truthers a lot of people want neighbors to be better than marvin harrison so bad just i don't know what sometimes i feel like i i don't see it i, I like i like neighbors a lot that doesn't mean I hate him, but I don't see where anybody's coming up with that he's better than Marvin Harrison Jr. I, I think it's only to be well, different, mean... and it's only to be in that like, if it happens, it's gonna be like, "Oh, how'd you know that?" Like they just want to be in that circle for some reason. I don't know how. I I think this is the argument that's being had right now. Not not this. Not not the argument between. Well, I can't even point the right direction. My camera's backwards. Uh. Between these two, it's not an argument between these two. It's an argument between these two. Yep. In in, in my opinion, you see my vote. I went I went to Dunze. Dunze is the man. He's six three two fifteen. Do it live. Mhm. Yeah, he's. He, he.
3: I love a Dunze as well. I, I wanted to see it today, and when I saw his first his first forty at four forty, I'm like, okay, I know you can do everything else. I didn't see what he was going to do in the forty, and he did great. So he's he's definitely one of those cornerstone players you want because it's not just about him you know
0: hmm
3: so it was it was a great uh it was, it was a great combat know what do you, you, know, what, what do you think tomorrow. about
0: Brian Thomas jr do you think he's closer to uh to neighbors than people think i do i'm not saying he's better necessarily uh, I just think people aren't giving this man enough credit to be on the same level as him
3: yeah, I think Ryan Thomas is great. Like he's yeah, he, man. Well, I mean what was his forty that I don't remember. I mean I, he did great in the gauntlet. His forty,
0: that. I believe, was the what's it the third best time? Let's see. Uh uh forty. Let's see here. Eleven fastest forty yard dash times. Oh, this might be all time. Hold on. Let me go to the combine. Let me sort by wide receiver. Give me one second. Combine tracker. Let's go. Let me screenshot this bad boy. Wide receivers. Um. Top performers. 40 yard dash. Wide receivers. Takes forever for this thing to sort. Not all time. 2024. Good god. Second. Second fastest time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, bro? Yeah. I, 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 I just don't know what the and I know everyone's gonna say where's Mitchell Smitty because he's high on this list too. And I know a lot of people like Mitchell. I'm gonna get a lot of comments. Where's Mitchell? Where's Mitchell on your on your list? I I like him. I don't hate him. He's right, like right there next after you get your after Leggett. He's like that's where Mitchell is gonna be found. Here are the 40 times from the wide receivers. Brian Thomas jr. number two four three three number two number two and nobody nobody but me want? nobody but me is talking about this why are people not considering Brian Thomas and neighbors closer than people are are suggesting they could be on dead even playing field if not wouldn't shock me I'm not necessarily saying it's gonna happen yet but wouldn't shock me if this man was better than neighbors. I'm not saying it I'm just saying that It's it, it's crazy people Don't even consider it
3: Yep um, I, I agree But At the same token There's one, one guy I He kind of disappointed me A little bit uh, Was LaGette Considering he dropped Two passes in the gauntlet I'm like oh man But I love LaGette Like you see him I see A.J. Brown When I see him I see A.J. Brown All day uh, With him he, what, He's got what, the bill
0: what's, what's this guy Even talking about here Go to NFL stats. Holy shit. What's he saying here? Look at at this. Hold on. How are you yapping about draft performances but don't have the numbers pulled up already? Laughing my ass off. What are you talking about, bro? Uh, Call in Alex. Call in. uh, What are you talking about? I've got screen after screen after screen. I'm cycling through. And when I'm speaking about something that's showing my ranking... And then i got to find another way back to a certain stat for a certain position to screenshot this. You have no idea what you're doing, bro. Go try a show, Alex. Go try and produce a show where you've got 10, 15, 20 screens going on. You know what you would do, Alex? You'd have one screen with one specific spreadsheet up, like an Excel sheet Eric. You wouldn't be sifting through anything. I'm going through 15, 20 sheets while you're, you're, you'd probably be dealing with one and struggling. What are you talking about, bro? Get me out of your mind. Laughing my ass off. He doesn't have the exact stat. He (laughs) decided to talk about freaking uh, an hour and 20 minutes into a show randomly with live phone callers as he's cycling through like a magician screen through screen, caller after caller, doing it all himself like a a one man band. And, and, and And this dude, yeah, let's sit him on a lap. Oh, oh, Smitty! <laughs> he mentioned the stat he didn't have pulled up yet. Oh my god! <laughs>
3: You're gonna get people like that everywhere, Smitty. I it know. Doesn't it, it
0: doesn't bo- It doesn't. Everybody. Really b- does. It doesn't really bother me. It's just like he, you know, he he wants a response. He got one. <laughs> like what <are> you? Like <laughs> show me. Nobody's got eight thousand screens up like I do. Unbelievable. Anyway, um, anything else, bro? Yeah.
3: Nah, I just I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the combine. Um, uh, I was uh, saying earlier, and matter where, what ju- what happens with Justin Bills is going to determine a lot on the draft. It's going to determine a lot. Yeah, with all it does these dictate games. a lot of um, a lot of
0: potential movement below. And, and man, I I think if if if, uh, if Ryan Poles keeps him, it's going to be a debacle. If he if he trades him, it's going to be a debacle. Unfortunately. But we'll I see. I, it,
3: I I think, you've gone. I think he, he's he'll gone. He'll be. He,
0: he, polls would be better he. off tra- drafting Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, if it were me, I would trade down. Um, mm-hmm. I would trade down to the three pick. Give. New England, their choice of whatever the hell they wanted. Keep Fields, draft Marvin Harrison Jr., and get a future first-rounder for the the move down. That would be a display of great GMing. You know what I mean? Like You you have an extra first-rounder by getting Marvin Harrison Jr. You, instead of getting Caleb, you draft Marvin Harrison. Tell me that doesn't make sense. Would you rather have Fields and Marvin Harrison Jr. and a future first-rounder, or would you rather have the second rounder Fields is going to get you and have Caleb Williams? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. <sighs> they, they can do so much more if they
3: just trade back and do draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Fields and who knows they maybe they, they, they
0: can get someone else at the First, Fields Marvin Harrison yep. in a future verse versus just Caleb. Yep. At the end of the day,
4: but
3: you. You and I both know they're not going to do that. Well, well who
0: Poles knows what they is not going to do that. All right, bro. So. Appreciate you. All right, Smitty. All right, later. See ya. I mean, think about that, guys. I mean, just look at, like, if if, if you were a good – and maybe he'll try this. But even though I, I don't know that the, the GM is the answer that they're bringing it, that they brought in. Uh, but if you have this pick and you move down to three – Give New England J.D. 5, who they probably want, or, or maybe they want Caleb. Maybe they want Caleb. Man, that would give Caleb to Kingsbury, too, if they if New England did want to trade up for J.D. 5. But if New England trades up for their quarterback, Chicago trades here. Washington gets their quarterback of choice. You draft as the Chicago Bears that move down to three, um, Marvin Harrison Jr. And for this move down from one to three, you could get a future first rounder. It would be crazy. I mean, that's what I would do. Uh, I think Neighbors is disrespected. He's close to MHJ. Uh, He could be, but so is Thomas. Thomas is close to Neighbors. I think Thomas Thomas is disrespected. Thomas had the second fastest 40-time. Amazing jump ball specialist and, and just a phenomenal player overall. Um let me pull up the uh wide wide receiver stats. I think I got it right here. No, wait, I'm on the screen. There we go. I think I got his stats right here. Big stats by this guy. Last year, this is Thomas Jr. Neighbors' counterpart. 1177, 68 receptions, and 17 touchdowns in 2023. Guy's phenomenal. Guy's an absolute gem. Absolute gem. A thousand comments so far. 150 of you are now, now in here, only 72 thumbs up, punch that thumb up button, let's at least get it over 100, and let's take one or two more quick callers, we'll keep uh, the phone line short, dial in, dial in, Penix dominated, um, Penix dominated not only in 2023 in general, he dominated the Combine, Penix Jr. was absolutely on fire during the co- Combine. dial in dial in dial in hit that thumb up button says Superfish. um tomorrow we should have a lot to talk about i I might do a a mock draft tomorrow a rookie only mock draft tomorrow i might do a video on it i'm not sure stay tuned we'll do a dynasty video a rumble show for those that don't know um i'm live monday through friday at 8 p.m eastern monday through friday here on the main channel um youtube.com slash the fantasy football show I'm also live on the Dynasty channel most nights. We're trying to do it every night. YouTube.com slash dynasty fantasy football and then rubble.com slash the fantasy football show. Uh Smitty, have you heard? Yeah, we I mean there's there there's there's I mean we just watched all these players. There, there's it's not about if I heard about any one specific player. Like we just watched them all. Catch, run. They're all on everyone's minds. It's just a matter of like, are there teams looking at some of these guys? You know that low. I don't, I don't know that they are. So it's like you can't really, you can't really have much faith in a in a running back, a wide receiver, or even a quarterback that's not going to get drafted to start. You know what I'm saying? So kind of hard to, kind of hard to to know what to make of it. You know. I know. <clears throat> Internet dummies think they know CW Caleb Williams. It looks like McConkie jumped Corley and Leggett on your rankings. Um, Leggett, not uh, Corley. They're they're just sitting there tied together as all. But right now it comes down to potential landing spots. You know what I mean? So they all move. Right now you got McConkie. Oh, no, I did. I I tied uh, Thomas and McConkie. Actually, it should be this. I I think I meant to do this. So thank you for pointing that out. McConkie shouldn't be tied with Thomas. He should be tied with. (sighs) Thank you. I don't know why I didn't notice that earlier. So 5A and 5B. And this is just due to, you know, potential landing spot. I like Corley more. Thank you for pointing that out. So he should not have been tied with McConkie. I like McConkie, but McConkie is tied with Malachi Corley. So good good catch. Penix beat Caleb Williams so bad. He had him in tears, says Mark B. Caleb Williams can't hold Penix Jr.'s cup of coffee. Go get Penix Jr. a cup of coffee, Caleb. Do it live. Go do it live. Jaden Daniels is horrible guy. Got bench versus Georgia. Laughing my ass off, says Josh Mon- Montez. Okay, Josh. Hey, Josh, go get us a coffee. <laughs> Jaden Daniels is so bad. <laughs> he looks so bad when he, when he's out there sl- gunslinging. He's a gunslinger. <laughs> he's, a, he's a thousand yard rushing quarterback. Let me let me pull some stats for you. Jaden Daniels. This guys, the this guys' numbers are out of this world. I got him on one of my screens. Alex is probably losing his mind because I'm looking up yet another stat that I don't have randomly on one of my 25 screens That on a, on a question that gets asked at random. <laughs> Why don't you have this stat pulled up already on your hour and a half show? Uh, This is Daniels. 38-12, 40 TDs, 4 INTs. what a 20 he sucks smitty he sucks man he's really bad and on top of that this is what he ran for in 2020 some people don't know these stats man it's crazy when you even refresh your own memory on them Um, but we've talked about this i have a screen somewhere where we pulled this up (laughs) look at Jaden daniels where's that comment again let's bring that comment back up Stouts don't matter. Watch film. Okay, Josh. I, I only do this for a living. You're right. I, do, I don't watch film, uh, Josh. I've been doing this since you were in diapers. But that's okay. I, I, you know, it, it is what it is. Jaden Daniels is horrible, guy. Got bench versus Georgia 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing my ass off. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, bro. I didn't realize 38-12, 40 touchdowns with only only four INTs. Is he getting benched when he throws four INTs? He's an absolute master at not turning the football over. Josh, watch some film. It'll it'll show you. Hey, Josh, if you watch film, you'll see only four INTs. You'll see only four INTs. Hey, Josh, if you watch the film, you'll see Jaden Daniels in 2023 had 1134 yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. Do people understand that this man had 40 passing touchdowns 10 rushing 50 total 4 INTs cuz he doesn't turn the ball over even though Josh thinks he gets he's just going to get benched right he's so bad bench a guy that gets 4 INTs 38 12 passing and this guy's horrible La- jokes on me jokes on me Josh jokes on me maybe i should do something else for a living maybe this isn't my calling Josh Maybe I've been doing this for 20 plus years and I shouldn't be. Uh, Braun, you're live. Hey, what's going on, Smitty? What's up, bro? We're always uh, going to have at least two or three active haters in the chat, always. Ah, let them hate, dude. Hit the like button, haters. Yeah. (laughs) Hit the thumbs down, Josh. Thumbs down. (laughs) What's going on, bro?
4: Hey, what's up, bud? Hey, uh, um, I didn't uh, catch the earlier in the show, and I didn't really catch much of the combine. But what do you think about uh, QB uh, Joe Milton?
0: I, I liked it. We talked a little bit about him. He, he 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 could be okay. like a party trick quarterback, though. But like, yeah. damn, damn, he looked he looked pretty good. Him and a Rattler are kind of in the same, um, you know, same realm potentially. Yeah,
4: I'm hoping. Uh, what, what round do you think he might go in? Maybe uh, third or fourth? I was hearing second or third possibly you might be sneaking up into. Uh, uh,
0: uh, Milton? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we need we need more from like a pro day or something if they'll even give him that. You know how they the, some political candidates can, you know, they're, they, they gain some momentum, but they don't even get to make the debate stage. I don't know if Milton's yeah, going to yeah. make the debate. If he doesn't make the debate stage, then he's not going to the second round. I don't know. Maybe. You never know. He's he looked, probably more of a project too. Probably
4: third rounder. I'm thinking.
0: I mean, can I ask you an honest question? Did you know much about him at all before the combine? You don't have to be embarrassed. Not many people really follow. No,
4: him. I, uh, I'm a big Hawks fan, and uh, I uh, there was some chatter about him. Uh, yeah. You know, we could go a different route. I I, I want uh, Penix. Uh, hopefully, at the 16, if if we if we go that route, but if not. You know, uh, my second favorite right now would be Bowers, hopefully. That would be awesome to get a tight end. I yeah. think we, need, we could use the help there. I, I, and then maybe, you know, third or fourth round or even late third or early third, if we trade or do something, we can maybe get a, a Milton, a, a, you know, a few rounds later. We can groom him maybe with Gino there one year and then, you know, see what happens a couple years.
0: Yeah, Joe Milton's, like, he's tough, bro. Um, I, I don't think he's bad, but, like, you look at his uh, his 23 season. Did he, how many games did he play, by the way? Let's just take a look real yeah, quick. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just want to make sure we're, we're cranking out stats on a guy that played. Let's, let's see. He played 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay, he had 12 games at least. I mean, these are his stats, yeah. man. This, this is Joe Milton right here for you. And, and I'm not trying to, like, be a downer on him. His QBR. He's 34th in QBR. Um, 2,800 yards, 20 TDs only five ints which is good you know that's J- jd5 type numbers there in terms of the interceptions but i mean th- this isn't something that like stood out to me too much where i'm like this guy you know uh through 2800 yards and 20 tds and and all of a sudden he goes and does some party tricks on the field and throws the football 73 yards and everybody gets excited and th- you know, now he's a second-rounder? Yeah. I don't know about that, bro. Yeah.
4: No, I don't think second. I yeah. think he'll probably end up going probably a third or fourth. Maybe somebody can take a chance on him. still a party out. trick quarterback until he
0: teams. proves otherwise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that, that his yeah. stats in film do not prove him to be in the conversation of even, like, a, a, a rattler. You know, like, what's yeah. – uh, Let's pull up uh, his stats. I, I like I like um I like Rattler too. Rattler's nice too. He yeah, looked he looked I like pretty specific. nice today. I like too well. Now granted he only had um nineteen TDs uh, and, and thirty yeah. one hundred, so like the stats aren't that crazy different. His QBR was actually worse. Yeah. This is a good this is not a good example. <laughs> this is yeah. this is backfire. <laughs> this is backfire. I hope Alex isn't here. <laughs> this, hey, this how is... early
4: do you think Penix could go now, Smitty, with his with his combine <laughs> performance today?
0: This is backfiring live. Yeah, Rattler. So Rattler had 19 TDs, eight INTs, in a QBR of forty fifth. Ah. But but I I still still like what I see out of Rattler. Milton looks pretty good yeah. though, but he's I don't think he's climbed it. Rattler's got a lot more NFL support and buzz, so like he's gonna get drafted to potentially be at least in Hen and Hooker's situation. Where Henan Hooker is yeah. like set up to be the next man up if some, something goes awry. Um, so regardless of those stats, um, that's one component. But when you have that team's looking at you as the next Henan Hooker value, then you're gonna you're gonna have an opportunity. Whereas I don't know the mill will. What was your question?
4: Oh, I was just gonna ask like uh, with uh, Penix Junior's uh, performance today on the combine, how uh, how early do you think he could be drafted uh, in the draft this year?
0: Well, I mean, we went over that for a, a little while on the show. You'll want to rewatch yeah. that. Not that I don't, uh, I don't, you know, mind repeating it. But I just say that, like, either yeah. he's locked into that 16 pick where Ryan Grubb, Washington OC, now in uh, Seattle, yep. he's taking him at 16 if he's there. But I think Penix Jr. walked himself into a potential top 10 overall pick.
4: Yeah, I keep hearing Atlanta too. Might be uh, interested in them now. And if he goes to Atlanta, I'm, be, a, I'm, f- be I'm nice freaking
0: day. to the moon on that. I'm fine with that. I don't even care if yeah. they trade for Fields anymore. I'd rather have Penix Jr. Really, <laughs> I, 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 would. Yeah. I would. I would. I, I And yeah. it, it's not that I didn't like have the the it, it, maybe maybe not. I don't know. Well, it, you know, you know. Actually, yeah. actually, actually, I take that back. I take that back. In a vacuum, <laughs> yes. But would I rather yeah. Fields for a second or a couple second rounders and draft a Dunze on top of it? That's a whole different conversation. So yeah, at I the end of the day, nice. g- give me Fields and a Dunze <laughs> over just Penix Jr. Yeah. and, you know, whatever. And whatever you get in second rounders. Although you could say that Penix Jr. and Laguette in round two, Penix Jr. and Corley could be somewhat comparable to Fields. And, and you know what I mean? Like, it, let's say a Dunze doesn't yeah. fall there. You know, and you're doing something different with it. But at at the end of the day, I probably am making the trade for Fields for second rounders, even if it was two, because now I get to draft to Doomsday. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Yeah,
4: yeah. I hope Hawks go 16 with uh, Penix, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, All right, Bron. Worthy. Worthy, too. I have one more question. Worthy, uh, did you see uh, Mahomes' uh, tweet about Worthy?
0: Uh, what what do you say again? I, I did see something. I forgot. I don't
4: know. He said something, but uh, he was definitely interested either. in. Uh, I know. Yeah, he, he always has influence
0: when it comes to. Uh, yeah, picks but and stuff. This is like talking about you know. This is like talking about something that's so far out of the the realm of being yeah. in front of them to even make a move to even like so. It was just probably everybody was hyped. There are a lot of people saying sheesh. Tyreek Hill was like sheesh. Can you believe that that forty yard run? Like, it yeah. was his day. It was his day to shine. It was great to see it. Right. But, I mean, I, I like Worthy. He's got the – Xavier Worthy's got the most ability to maybe shake free this whole, like, you can't be a good player and be the fastest combine running wide receiver because it's, like a cur- it's almost like the Madden curse. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you yeah. become that guy and you don't, yeah. you don't develop at the NFL level. He's got a good right, ability right. to maybe do it. But he also weighs, you know, soaking wet with Tank Del Wade And I don't know that that translates every time. Tank Dell was special. Tank Dell was one reception shy of the hat trick of getting the most touchdowns, the most yards, and the most receptions in the college football season out of every college wide receiver in in, in, in college football. He actually led everybody in touchdowns, led everybody in yards, and was one reception away from having everybody, or I think tying, but being tied for first and having a hat trick. Like that, like Tank Dell yeah. was special, and and people didn't see yeah, him coming for some reason. I don't, I just, his size, but but I mean, I don't yeah, I don't just dude. grant people a a, a pass, a, a, a weight pass on that. <laughs> like you weigh one sixty five, yeah. it's a problem, but you got to be Tank yeah. Dell for me to me to overlook it.
4: Right, yeah, you got to be in that perfect situation. I think we're worthy, you know, because he hit, you know, He's just got speed, I guess for for the most part. So I guess he'd he's in that right situation, possibly, but. We'll see where he gets drafted. It'll be interesting to see who gets him and what he can do.
1: Yep. All right, bro.
4: All right, later, bro. good to talk to you, man. Tell, tell Denny, I said what's up. Yeah.
0: I'll, calm I'll do down, Denny. Yeah, calm down, Denny. All right, <laughs> later, bro. Uh, Travis, right, what's yeah. up? Travis, you live.
1: Hey, yeah, Milton. He's um, he doesn't run either. You know, like everyone wants to compare him to Anthony Richardson because of
0: he's him, like, huge. His 'Cause he's huge. He's and
1: long throws up. And yeah. Throws and runs a four eight forty compared to a four four forty, you know. Uh-huh. I mean not, not to say he's not an interesting project, you know. I, I, I bet I could him and set him and
0: I bet shoot I could run a four
1: Yeah. I no it, I probably could. Easy to get excited, but it's you know.
0: You know what we should do? We, we should we should uh every year, every off season I, I should do all of the combine stuff. And then will slot me in the middle of the everybody And see how far down I am on every list Pretend I'm a wide receiver Where do I rank amongst all the wide receivers? Uh, in the 40, the bench uh, I don't know if I could do the shuttle or anything Because my knee, I'll snap an ACL But like forward running, I can do um, Bench, I could do We should do that
1: Brady's faster now than he was at the combine
0: Mm-hmm so. Yep. Yep. I started in the business. I, was, I started in this business the year before or after. I forget. Brady entered the league. What? Um, so we've been when he how, retired. How, it made me sad because I now I was how, by myself. How,
1: how quick? How quick do you think you could have ran at your feet? Pretty you
0: fast. You know? Yeah, I was, but I don't, I don't know about what my forty time would have been. I mean, I, I ran like, you know, yeah. I ran like, you know, four and a half minute miles, you know, but I, well, I, I was the opposite. yeah, I ran like, you know, 10 minute flat, two miles. I ran, um, ran those races. I ran one lap, 400 meter, 800 meter, and then the, the one mile, but, but I, I was still quick though. I could still, I could still giddy up and go, but I mean, what my specialty wasn't short, hundred yards, 200 Meters, it was the full lap. Like I was okay at the 200 meter, which is half the lap. I was okay at that, but where I excelled is once it was a full lap or or two. The crazy part is when you run a mile in like 4:30, um, you're 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 pretty much like almost sprinting the whole thing. You're just dialing it back about oh, yeah seven percent. Cool. You're running at about 90 to 92 percent. That's so hard to do for the four laps around the track. My my hundred I don't like I didn't run, I didn't run too long
1: distance.
0: Yeah, I didn't run the forty. I didn't run the hundred. Um, the two hundred meter I forget what my time was. I want to say like twenty three or something like that. Twenty two, twenty three seconds if I had to guess something like that. My one lap, my four hundred meter was like forty nine I think or forty nine Yeah, forty nine seconds. You've
1: uh, you've insulted Jake. Why? You can't run a
0: 4-8. You couldn't do it as an All-State tight end. So. <laughs> All-State tight end and track star. Two different things, Jakey boy. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> you know, you, t- tight end. Uh, tight end or, or are you talking about like wide receiver? Because two, two different things. Now, I can't run it anymore. But I bet you I could run a. I bet you I could run a sub five or it'd be like. We're going to have to do it. We're going to have to do it. I'll probably be shocked at how slow I am. You know, I'm I'm sure I'm, I'm my I'm going to write a uh, check I can't cash, but I know we all remember ourselves a little bit, you know, in our in our prime and we don't accept that we have you know exited that prime. I've had a few knee injuries, but I bet you with some training I could get sub 5 pretty quickly. I have to drop some LBs for yeah. sure, but your boy's pretty quick yeah, uh, Straightforward forward I'm quick I, I, I've i had a lot of the knee stuff I can't go I don't go left or right anymore I mean I can But I, I'm afraid I'll tear something So I don't play in, uh, Intramural basketball anymore I used to always Just you know Do do you know Leagues and stuff like that But I can't I'll just tear something Every time I play basketball Now I tear something Like within the second Or third game Yeah I won't pull I run. I run every day I could run a, uh, I could run about a was, sub six um, minute mile right now. What did you say, Travis? That's so good. Yeah, I can't run a, uh, a four thirty. Uh, that's so good. Yet, but... Yeah, four thirty uh, miles are out.
1: Oh, uh, one thing I was going to ask was uh, with McConkie, I I haven't watched a ton on him because I, I don't watch a ton of college football. He looked good. Um, the um, in terms of like as a player, like obviously they always you know match up combine stats, what. What guys performed like each other? Like, him and Garrett Wilson were, you know, eye for an eye, stats-wise at the Combine. Is he as explosive as a Garrett Wilson? Or is he more of a route runner? Or
0: He's kind of got it all. He really does. I, I think people are going to think he's Ooh. the next Puka Nakua, though. It's so... Like, Puka Nakua was a special mix of what, what McConkie is and situation. So, if, if Puka... Or, if McConkey McConkie goes to like a place like that and gets spoon fed then maybe he could get close or something but that is such a rare situation man I mean he he he'll probably go somewhere where they've they've got a you know a, a lot of mouse to feed you know yeah so
1: what, why would why why do they come out compare those two so much they just they play a similar or in college or how could people always compare with Conkey and Puka because
0: they're not the same size I mean a lot of reasons <laughs> people just people like to lump people together and just you know yeah, just one hey one he, one he's one. this type of player he you know, has this type of build he has this type of look and he's that type of, he's that guy you know like people do that all the time I, I don't yeah. uh I don't I don't know that he, he definitely feels like he has the ability to be very Puka like, but he will not be Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua was was just on a whole nother level, you know, that that could yeah. never probably be replicated. I mean he's record breaking level. So La- lad could go yeah. uh he could go somewhere solid and, and become a God, I want to see like a, I see like a high wide receiver two in fantasy. I think he could do that. Maybe even his rookie oh. year. Could, I don't know if he'll play like that all all day long, but, you know, maybe by mid-season. And then maybe, you know, if you just look at some total yeah. of his last eight games, he's playing at a, a high end wide receiver two level, but maybe it took him a little while to get there. Yeah. I like Ladd a lot, but he definitely can't. He definitely yeah. has got to find like a miracle to get to get just peppered like Puka Nakua well, did. It's very it, rare.
1: Puka, in, like, in in terms of numbers, like 105 receptions, 1486 yards. How many yeah. wide receivers do that every yeah. year at all?
0: How many, um, yeah, in their career? Yeah,
1: that could be his career year. I'm not saying he can't do it again, but you don't know. It's hard yeah. to replicate those seasons.
0: Yeah. All right. Anything else, Travis?
1: No, I'm just calling it quick.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we, uh, you said you think we'll do something t- tomorrow night too.
0: Yeah. Well, tomorrow oh, daytime okay. we should It'll be, be awesome. as, as well. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be dropping some. Uh, we'll be dropping some content tomorrow. Probably do a live of some sorts. We'll do a we'll probably do yeah, a mock draft. Got, rookie mock draft, I'd imagine. Oh uh-huh.
1: nice. Okay. Yeah, I um, I do think um I'm glad Tom's performed well because I've been I've been really high on him you know, all all year and I like him a lot. I think he's kind of been living in the shadow of neighbors, you know. So good to see him get a little shine.
0: Yeah. All right, bro. All right. I'll see you later. I'll talk to you later. Hey guys, I'm out of here. I'm I'm, I'm falling asleep at the wheel here anyway. Uh, 145 of you in here. 80 thumbs up. Hit that thumb up button on your way in the door or out the door. Appreciate you all being here. Thanks for watching my two-hour reaction show to the to the combine and quarterbacks, the running backs, the the wide receivers. And I appreciate you all. Um, punch the thumb up button. See you tomorrow. Subscribe if you're new, and don't forget all three of my channels are in the description of this video the dynasty channel youtube.com slash dynasty fantasy football we're going to go live on that tomorrow this channel you're watching right now make sure you're subscribed youtube.com slash the fantasy football show hit the like button on the way out the door and don't forget to subscribe to the rumble show rumble.com slash the fantasy football show i'll see you all later Jake dropping a $5 wad on screen. When is this 40? When is this 40? You guys called me out that a 4.8 isn't hard. Night, boys. Um, I don't know. I have to train for it, though, Jake. I did say that. I might be able to do uh, like a 40-yard dash, like months from now and still tie it in you know i don't know that i have to wait until next year Travis, for moderating. Thanks, everybody, for being here in DeBalt. Appreciate you all. Deuces.